Hi everyone, welcome back to another interesting podcast. I'm Stephen Hattiesides from the Medical Business Academy and I'm with Marie Ollison from Real Patient Ratings and La Jolla Cosmetic Surgery Centre. Welcome back, Marie. Hi, I'm glad to be with you. So Marie, this is a really big topic at the moment and it's all over the news desks is Facebook. Um, one of the powerhouses in social media are looking at changing their rating system. Um, now, the rating system that they're looking at is recommended or not recommended. Um, now, you've had a lot of experience um, with different rating scales, uh, different systems. Um, what system do you really put emphasis on at the moment in your business? Well, the most common scale is the five scale, and that's used on Amazon. It's used in all customer satisfaction, um, and so we use the five scale. Now, interesting, uh, you know, earlier on we looked uh, online and we looked at Amazon, and Amazon being, you know, the, the largest online retailer in the world, and it was really interesting that they were using a five star sort of rating, but they also had the breakdown, didn't they, of what each um, customer was actually reviewing. So everyone could be very clear whether um, how many customers were rating it as a one, a two, a three, a four, or a five. Correct, and that's called the distribution. And I actually think the distribution for the consumer is one of the most important pieces of information they can have because you can look at businesses that look like they have the same rating and then if you drill down one level to that distribution you may find a product has 60% fives versus another product has 75% fives and so there it's that second product has many more highly satisfied customers and this applies to our practices as well i mean looking at the amazon example it was interesting we looked at uh, the iphone x and they had a lot, um, a, quite a big percentage on the fives, but then there was the complete other extreme where they had a high percentage that had ones, and then there was very few in between. So you could see they were really sort of going, they either liked it or they hated it. Right, and in that case, they had 29% ones, the highest I've ever seen on a product. And in that case, that would be, you look at Facebook's new bimodal system. You either recommend it or you don't. You like it or you hate it. And so this product would actually t pretty much tell the same story on a five scale or on that two scale, let's call it. Uh, but for most of our practices, it isn't true. And that loyalty, as I've mentioned to you in the past, of those people who give you five is so much greater that you need to know not just are they, would they recommend you or wouldn't they, but how strongly loyal are they going to be. So what do you think the impact is going to be uh, for you know, practices and, and clients within our business of this recommended and not recommended by Facebook? Well, I think they're really going to have to make sure that they have a supporting methodology that enables them to actually understand what's going on in their practice, and that's going to take a five scale. And uh, because the name of the game in growth of conversions, retention, and referral is moving those satisfied patients, those fours, to fives, and you're not going to have that insight in this 
uh, up-down type system. Yeah, I suppose the one thing that concerns me is, um, you know, being in the, the customer service business for many, many years, you know, working in whether it's restaurants, uh, you know, versus uh, within the practice environment, it's one person can have a bad experience, but 95% of the time it can be an amazing experience that they have. But with the new system with, you know, Facebook, they might have had that, that last bad experience and they might be having a bad day so it accentuates even more, but they'll hit the non-recommended button. Um, and it can be quite confusing, I would presume, for businesses because they were like, well, they were a, one of our best customers. They still are. Why did they put not non-recommended? So is that going to be, do you think, um, a, a sort of a challenge is for business to try and work out versus a five star rating scale. Yeah, I'm a data junkie and I love data, so I'm gonna be very interested to see if we convert all the fours and fives into say those are gonna be the recommended and we convert the twos and ones into the not recommended and just leave the neutrals and you know ignore them. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see what percent of patients do recommend and if I can compare on real patient ratings, we have 94% of patients giving a four and a five, and we have 77, 78% giving a five. Comparing us to Yelp, for example, where only 48% give a five. So from, from my point of view, so does that mean that when people are doing the reviews and ratings, it becomes from a... I would say a, a more trusted source, you know, with what you're doing on real patient ratings. It just seems like some of these these big online retailers, people when they find negative reviews, it seems like they gravitate all together, and then that can really accentuate. It can be very dangerous for a business. Well, there's a lot of data that people people don't trust the fives. They don't trust all fives. Uh, they want to see some negative reviews, and so if you you notice. On Amazon, for instance, you can read the ones, or we do that on real patient ratings. What what rating do you want to read of the reviews? And people will go, okay, they love them, but the people who are unhappy, what didn't they like? And I can think of experiences on Amazon where I went, oh, I wouldn't, that wouldn't bother me at all. And someone's giving them a one for something that, uh, so that encourages me to buy actually. So I don't think it's to be feared. I, I, I think the negative feedback is a positive for the consumer and if the practice uses it and changes, then it can be a huge positive for them because it's hard to think for your patients. So just, you know, in summary here, I mean, just can you explain a little bit more about the value of having a five scale, a five star, which you can use in your business and, and how, how much strength that has when a, a consumer is actually looking for a, a reputable place to go? Well, I, first of all, it's what people are used to. And secondly, the distribution, what are you going to get? What are, a distribution that I suppose they'll come up with it ultimately. 94% recommend and 6% don't recommend. And that, as you learn over time, would become useful. Um, but I think internally in trying to, to do with recommend or don't recommend, um, it's just not enough information. And there's too many business benefits that come from confining the percentage of unhappy patients to the lowest possible over the 
you know, 170,000 reviews we've done in real patient ratings, we only have 1% highly dissatisfied and 2% dissatisfied. So if your numbers are off that, mm-hmm. when you compare yourself, then you have a problem when this is what everybody else is doing. Um, so I hope that's help- yeah, helpful. Yeah, I, I think this talk has been, uh, you know, extremely useful and, um, and helpful and very relevant right now. Um, for all of you listeners, um, obviously there, there is a big shift now um, for reviews and ratings and it's really important that you are using these tools in your business as it's, it is a really fantastic way to, to gain trust in not only your existing clients but um, consumers out there that are looking for service, reputable places uh, to go and have obviously aesthetic treatment. So really, really important and, and as I say, like platforms like Real Patient Ratings really sort of does uh, make it simple for you to be able to do that, but make sure you can really sort of get the awareness out there. And if we're all striving for five, aren't we, Marie? That's yes. what I love about you. <laughs> so thank you so much, Marie, for that. I think it's been really invaluable for everyone. Good, thank you.